Welcome to the Power to Podcast audio course, where you're going to learn how to make, market, and monetize your very first podcast to attract your ideal client, share your story, and help hundreds with your message without being a techie or producing any bad content. If you want more with every single episode, go to powertopodcast.com. I'm your host, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about setting up your podcast website. Now, the very first question to ask yourself when setting up the podcast website is asking yourself, do you actually need a podcast website? And the short version answer of this is yes, you should probably have a website for your podcast because everything nowadays needs a website. But it's also not a must have when you're trying to figure out how to start a podcast. And you should really consider some of the information I'm going to talk about today before making your decision. Now, some of the benefits of having a podcast website for yourself is you can create blog content with your podcast episodes. And so this is really going to allow you to have somewhere for people to come once they hear a podcast episode to get further content, be linked to your website, and you can drive people and traffic to your website, to your offers that you're going to be offering as a business. It also increases your chances of having things um, rank on Google. So when people are searching certain key terms that often come up in your blog posts or in your podcasts, you're more likely for those people to land on your website. So it makes it very SEO friendly for you. Third reason to have a podcast website is now you have something that others can link to. So if you have, you know, podcast guests or other contributors um, on your podcast or people that just, you know, genuinely want to share your episodes, now they have a page on the internet that they can link to and can post with. And the very last part is it helps you to really build uh, a brand for yourself. And so these are some reasons that you may want to have a podcast website. But let's talk about if you're going to go the route of having no website. You can certainly launch a podcast without having a website to support your podcast. And in no way is a website a dependent factor in getting started with launching your podcast. Because we don't want to have this slow you down. This should not be something that is going to keep you from launching. So if it's just too much and too overwhelming with all the other stuff you're doing to get your podcast out to the world, then don't worry about setting up a web. At the end, I will share a quick and easy method for you to get a podcast website going. But here are a few other options. So if you have a pre-existing website for your business, for your brand, for your blog, whatever you may have going then just go ahead and add in a podcasting tab. This is going to help you get a lot of you know, traffic to your podcast because people are already coming to your website or to your blog. And so adding in that podcast tab is just a really easy way for you to build your brand and what you're offering. Your second option for getting a podcast website up is to start building a WordPress site or, you know, with some other website builder like uh, Wix or Squarespace and getting a theme that is centered around podcasts. If you want a lot of high flexibility when it comes to the look and feel of your website, then you should definitely go with a WordPress website. And those you can apply um, any sort of theme that you find. A good set of themes for podcasts is through the provider's second line. 
They are made specifically for podcasts, but still get all the benefits of a regular WordPress site with the flexibility, SEO, scalability, etc. Now, the quick and easy method to get a website up for yourself is if you do not already have a brand that your podcast will be associated with, then the quick and easiest option for you is a website through your podcast media host. Now, many of the podcast hosting platforms, including Simplecast, which we have used before, offer this as a part of their package. If this is something you will be doing, even if only temporarily, be sure the host you choose offers the hosted website option because not every single one of the podcast hosting platforms has this available. Now, Simplecast offers a really nice and elegant and clean podcast website for you. It's going to list all your episodes. It's going to show all your keywords and descriptions for everything. And it's a really nice and easy way to have a podcast website up while you're getting launched. And then later, if you want to change it to something like a WordPress site or whatever, you have the time to do that without having to worry about it during your launch process. So again, those are the different options that you can do for having a podcast website, but don't let this be the thing that holds you back from launching. Again, there's a quick and easy option or there's more advanced options. Do whatever is going to work best for you, but definitely focus on getting that podcast out there. Now, I just spoke about a really quick option of getting started with your podcast hosts and some of the websites that they may offer, but a really fantastic option that's just come up most recently is PodPage. PodPage is going to allow you to automatically create a beautiful listener-friendly podcast site from your RSS feed in only five minutes. And you can even preview your site using their different templates for free just by going in, creating an account, and dropping in your RSS feed, and it will automatically pull all the episodes that you've already published into PodPage and create your website for you. Then afterwards, you can customize the design to create a professional look you'll be proud of in just a few clicks. You don't have to know how to code or have any technical knowledge necessary. PodPage will automatically make things like episode pages, create media players, allow you to put in transcripts, and even have guest profiles if you're doing an interview-based show. They also have some cool added features if you want to upgrade to a paid plan that allow you to engage with your audience. So they have places for you to have a mailing list, collect email addresses so that you can contact your listeners directly. You can have a contact form so people can contact you. You can also have comment sections on all of your episodes. And then a really cool feature is having voicemails. So you can ask listeners to send you voicemails to play on your show. So this is a really great option to have a professional looking site up in just a few minutes. And it's something that I recommend to every single podcaster that's starting out. Just so you can get a really good site going, has really good SEO. And then later on, you can do something that's more customized on something like WordPress or Webflow. Now, I want to talk about something that's really important for your episode pages on your website, and that's your show notes. And show notes are really interesting because you can pretty much do whatever you want with them, depending on how much you want to write about your audio. But it's important to know that show notes are a pretty valuable aspect of your podcast. Even though that people are listening on the go, your show notes are very valuable because people are going to be listening on the go, and it's a great place to have people get those links and the resources you mentioned in the episode. But it's also a great place for people who land on those episode pages and read the posts before actually listening to your episode when they're doing things like Googling or surfing the internet, which is a whole nother reason why it's really important for your podcast to have an actual website. Now, I like show notes to be a very high value item that really gets those listeners to come back to the website. And having links and resources that you mentioned in the episode are really great for that. There are also people that are doing things like upgraded content. 
So Amy Porterfield from amyporterfield.com is doing a really great job at this. At the end of every one of her podcast episodes, she mentions that she has a PDF download that her listeners could download on her website. Now, this might be something like a checklist or a quick start guide or something related to the content she went over. And what happens is their listeners go to the show notes page and they enter their email address and are able to download that episode. But now she's starting to build her email list at the same time. Now, here's a typical breakdown of show notes. So in the beginning, you're going to have some sort of introduction about what the episode is about. And you can add in some intriguing points here, perhaps even putting them into some bullet points. I happen to have a few sections in my show notes that are bullet pointed called here's what you're going to learn. And then I also have the resources bullet pointed and the links to things bullet pointed. Now, as far as creating the show notes, I know a lot of people struggle with show notes because, you know, they've already created the audio and they don't want to have to put in the work to also make the show notes and blog posts. However, there's a couple things that can make this a lot easier. The first is if you're editing into script like we've been talking about in this course, you can read through and see what links and resources that you mentioned during the episode, and then you can start putting those in your blog post. The second thing that you could do is actually listen through your audio at two times or three times speed and be writing those down as they happen to come up. Now, if you're more advanced and doing interview shows, something that you can do is actually write down notes to yourself as you're doing the interview. Now, I like to be really engaged with my guests and paying attention to them, so I don't do this. I actually just go back through my composition and find out which resources I had mentioned and write those down then. But those are a few different ways you could do it. Some of my favorite examples of show notes are Tim Ferriss's show notes, Ben Greenfield's show notes, Amy Porterfield's, and then of course I'll put a link to mine on the Evolve podcast as well so you can see how I'm doing it. Today we covered some different places that you can get started creating a podcast website. We also went over show notes and things that you should include on your podcast website. Now for today's activity, go ahead and create a website for your podcast. Either use the website that comes through your podcast media host or create one using PodPage. Thank you for listening to the Power to Podcast audio course. To get everything you need to make, market, and monetize your podcast, including tutorials, resources, templates, coaching, and even a private community of podcasters just like you, then visit powertopodcast.com and join today. This course was produced by Plato University where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.